0: It's, again, privilege for me to come and speak to Pastor Craig's precious people, his people whom he loved dearly, and he has trusted me with that. I thank Pastor Craig and Pastor Jenny for giving me this honor and this time, seeing beautiful faces, wonderful mighty men already sitting in front rows, so sometimes it gets nervous, but gets. But Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen? Hallelujah, uh, I preached on Wednesday, I was here, Some of, I've seen some people were here, uh, I talked about faithfulness of God, faithfulness to God. He is faithful always, he is faithful, he has proved that, that he has been faithful until death, Jesus has proved that and he expects the same thing from us, that not only one day, not only two days, not only for a season, faithfulness is for life, it's a lifestyle. You know what, it's Christianity, really, about faithfulness. (laughs) When you come from different religion, like me, I came from Sikhism. For us, when I used to ask people, what Christianity, what are you talking about? It was hard for them to explain. It was hard for them to explain. And for me also, because I came from one set of religion, doing one set of rules and doing something else now. What else? But no. It's about being faithful to the living God in our home. It's about loving God who has loved us first. It's about faithful to him who has shown his faithfulness till his last breath. Amen? He could have quit. He could have said, Lord, guess what? They are sinners. Let them face what they want. But no, he proved his love by what? By saying, Lord, not my, your will be done. Right? So our shout should be to Jesus more to anyone else. Amen? Hallelujah. 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 This is, um, I picked up from Dr. Ed years ago when I came to this church. I listened to one of his sermons, and he said one time, uh, I love Jesus more than any man. I love Jesus more than any woman. I love Jesus more than any materialistic thing this world has to give it to me. This has become in me so deeply that I always, it just comes out when I'm praying. It just comes out when I'm communing with him. It just comes out automatically because I love him. I love him because he has loved me. Right. Amen. I don't love him to get blessings. No, that's right. You know what? I don't, no. no. I don't tithe to get blessed. I don't tithe to get blessed. I know I tithe because I love him. I don't come to church because I have to prove something. That's no. Right. I come to church because I love him. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. I love him. Amen. That's why you are here. Yeah. You're not here to something. One time I preached about, um, in Iron Man. first time I preached, I was so nervous in front of, in, especially in English uh and today also pardon my words if some are not proper just see my heart i I spoke that time one time was that godliness is profitable it's profitable holiness is profitable not just in this life but the life to come it has benefits attached to it guess what i'm not living for holy just to get benefits i'm living holy because god is holy right I'm not living holy because God says, if you live holy, guess what? I'll give you these things. No, I'm living holy because the Bible says He is holy. Amen. Amen. He is faithful. I will live faithful. He is faithful to His word. I will be faithful to my last breath. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today, I want to share some things that is in my heart. I studied. God has shown me some pictures about that. God has shown me about, taught me. From this story, which I have not seen that way before in my life. I've studied this couple times, I've read this couple times, I've listened this couple times. But I I really like the way he taught me about this thing. Can I show you from Acts 10 chapter about the life of Cornelius? Acts chapter 10. Hallelujah. Oh, can I pray before I start? (laughs) I forgot. Father in the name of Jesus, I thank you. In humility I stand here before you father in front of these people not from some other heart father in humility I stand and I say father let your word be exalted let you be exalted not any man not anybody else my father let you get all the credit for this word for your anointing and father I rely upon the anointing of my father it is not my pulpit it's the pulpit of my father and I rely upon that anointing and I say father my words will land right in their hearts which will produce fruit and their fruit will stay my father (laughs) Satan will not be able to steal that fruit because that That fruit is about to glorify you, Father. So in the name of Jesus, I say their hearts are hungry, receptive. And my words, my Father, they are ready and right. And they will write upon their hearts with the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 10. Now I'll read you some scriptures. But I'll read you only the part of Cornelius. Only what Cornelius was doing. I'll show you something, OK? So first verse says that, now I'm reading from Amplified. Now living at Caesarea, a, a man whose name was Cornelius, a centurion captain of what, who, of what was known as Italian right a devout man, a devout man, a devout man. The word devout is a word godly. The word devout is a word dutiful. He was dutiful to God, yeah. he was not just dutiful to his own uh, job, he was devout, he was de- devoted, he was godly, he was 100% given to who? God. Yeah. He was a devout man, a godly man, a man who feared God, Amen? Who, yeah. who treated him, who, who venerated God and treated him with reverential obedience. Oh, wow. He treated God with that. He had a fear of God. Yeah. Amen amen he had a fear of god fear of god i have studied a lot but fear of god is one thing that the church needs the most at this time amen. why because when nobody's watching you when nobody's seeing you when you are not in this four walls what you are doing if you are sinning you're not watching you're not faithful to god you're not what you're not fearing god but if you are 100 percent fearing god you will not do anything that will hurting him that will that will grieve the spirit that will put Something wrong on the name of Jesus. You will be watchful of your words. You will be watchful of your actions. You will be properly, 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 100% saying, Lord, you're watching me all the time. Like pastor says, Emmanuel, not only for Christmas Day, it's for 365 days. He is with you. He's watching you every single moment. Every single word is being ca- caught. Amen. So he was that man. He was that man who was 100%, 100% given unto God. Amen. As did his household, not him only. If you, if you live that way, guess what? Your household will follow you. That's true. We are the examples. I am a not only pastor. I'm not only a church member, but I am a picture of faithfulness to my son and my daughter. Right. I'm, I'm I'm that because I'm I'm being coming to church every Sunday. I'm showing them. You know what? This is how life is coming Wednesday, when I don't even feel sometimes, this is our lifestyle, son. We are coming here. Amen? Amen? Sometimes he sees us praying. What are you doing? Praying. This is our lifestyle, son. Amen? We don't do anything occasionally. It's lifestyle. We don't do anything. It's not seasonal. It's forever. Forever. Loving God is forever. Being faithful to God at home is forever. Tithing is forever. Forever even if i don't get blessed even one day i'll i'll do forever amen. but guess what god is a faithful god of his word he will prove his word yes. he will increase us yes. he will bless us yes. he'll take us to those places only when we do this word yes. amen yes. so he said he's a devout man who fears god and his household and he gave much alms to the people your giving is mentioned in the bible yes. your giving is not just wasteful. Your giving is going before the Lord. Your giving is going before the Lord. Yes, our pastor has taught us so much. Our first and first foremost thing is that we are giving to our kingdom. We are giving to the house of the Lord where we are planted. Our tithes and offerings should be going there. Amen? Amen. Our giving is going before God. He said he gave. All these things he has listed here, it's his lifestyle. It's his lifestyle. Fearing God, devout, a godly, a dutiful man, yes, amen. a giving man. Yes. Amen? Yes. And guess what? He prayed continually to God. Yeah. He prayed continually to God. That's last Sunday, last Wednesday, I was saying, it's not just we pray when we come here nine fifteen. It's what we do every day at home. Yes. It's not just we pray when pastor is let's put on the clock, hey, let's 24 hours for five days. Let's do. And we do boom, 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 boom. And then we get tired and we say, no, no. We do what? Every day. What? It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's continual. The word continual is regularly. It's around the clock. It's constantly. It's constantly. It's not for a season. When I'm tested or tempted, then only I'll give. No, we give, we tithe, we pray all the time. All the time. Not one day, not two days, not when I go through this. No, all the time. All the time. time. Amen. Amen? That was the lifestyle of this man. That was the lifestyle of this Cornelius. And this Cornelius, the Bible says about ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision the angel of the Lord entering and saying to him, Cornelius, Gazing upon him, he said, intently, frightened, said, What is it, Lord? The angel of the Lord said to him, Your prayers and your gifts, your giving, having, giving to the poor as a sacrifice has come up before God and he has remembered you. Yeah. Wow. Our tithing, our giving is not wasteful. That's right. It's not wasteful. Amen. Our giving to the, when pastor comes and stands here, we are doing this thing. Our, it's not wasteful it's not wasteful it's being remembered and put in a book before god who says oh god son i remember this maybe he says after five years maybe he says after two days maybe he says any day but guess what one day he will say he'll say i remember you that day i remember you being faithful even in the little i remember you when you have nothing you were faithful there guess what now is the time to promote son like i will say something the promotion never comes in one day Promotion never comes in one day. And those who want just promotion will never see promotion because their heart and motives are wrong beforehand. When you give and do something from pure motive and pure heart, guess what? You are about to promote it. You are about to be promoted. Amen? That's how what we call the humility of the heart. That's what we call. And the Bible says, when you are humble before God, He is the time He will promote you. It's the time He will take you up. It's that time He will put you to a places where no man can put you down. Amen. Amen? Amen. So these are the things which Cornelius was doing, and guess what? When he was doing these things continually, devoutfully, huh, yeah. devoted man, every day he's doing these things, Guess what? The angel of the Lord appeared to him. Yeah. We don't do these things to get to see the angel, but guess what? Angel, what did angel brought? Angel brought him an answer. Angel brought him what he needed. There was God's will that angel being used that way. But guess what? He can use the Holy Ghost. He can use any man. He can use our pastor. He can use your your own spirit. But guess what? It was the perfect will of God for the angel to come. Amen? So he saw that. If he was not a prayerful man, guess what? I don't think so he would would have ever clearly understood what the vision meant. He would have never meant... He would have only, I don't know, what is it? Right? If he was not giving, guess what? His thing was never gone before God. It is continual things which you do goes before God. It is the constant things which you do every day, which you do continually, which you do without a break of a day even that is gone before God. In my Christian life, I've never skipped a day when I have not tithed. I've never skipped a somebody has given me I've never skipped even one time yeah. never one time never one time in my Christian life I've never skipped Sunday yeah. I've never skipped yeah. if I've skipped one or two it was just maybe the Amanatol frame was born it was too hard for me to come the next morning <laughs> guess who if you guys don't have the kids that's what is coming yeah, again. right But. I've never missed about anything. Can I say one, even another thing? I've never planned my vacation around Sundays. Uh, I never, because yeah. I don't need vacation, I need God more than that, amen? Yeah. amen? He's the one who refreshes me more than any resort. Yeah. He's the one who fills me than anything around here. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one whom I love to be around than any other place in the world, yeah. amen? You can testify this thing, some of the people who knows me, especially the staff, That day I have entered, you know, it's been six years, seven months, and six, five days I've been in this church. Six years, five months, and six, five days I've been in this church. Some of them, some of you remember me, the first day coming. Huh? Some of you remember me that cr- I was crying here. Some of you remember me in the early mornings I was crying right here. Some of you remember me I was asking questions over there because I don't know anything about anything that time. But guess what? I was faithful. Guess what? I was faithful not only here. I was faithful in the home too. Guess what? I was faithful studying and praying every day continually for that time. And guess what? God has promoted me. Amen. It is not promotion I wanted. It is not the promotion I desired. It is not the promotion I asked Pastor. Can you do that, please? no it to what the holy ghost said it has come before me now i'll promote you amen Amen. that's how it is it is the picture this cornelius life can i say cornelius life god said cornelius life is not just a story it's a lifestyle it's a picture what church should be looking to It's not just, oh, we hear and study and say, oh, he was the first man. It is the picture of faithfulness. It's the picture of how the church of Lord Jesus Christ in this present day should be doing this. He should be continually giving. He should be continually praying. He should be continually seeking God in the private times. Guess what? This will happen then. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This will happen, sure. So he said, the angel of the Lord came and he said, now... Here these things have been remembered. Now send men to Joppa and have them call for and invite here a man named Simon, whose surname is Peter. His lodging with Simon, a tanner, whose house is by the seaside. When the angel spoke to him, Cornelius called two of his servants and a God-fearing soldier from him, from among his own personal attendees. If you read the King James, it says on the way, a devout soldier he called, who waited upon him continually. Even the soldier has been called godly. Even the soldier has been used the same word, devout. Guess what? He waited on on his master continually. Guess what? Our master, Lord Jesus, we have to wait upon him continually in his word and in his prayer. Where? In the church? No, in our homes every day. In our homes every time. Amen? In our homes every time. That's what he meant there. That he called that soldier who waited on him continually regularly constantly he waited upon him and guess what he was the one who was given this in charge go now you will be the one who will invite this mighty man amen, amen. now skip down to the verse 24 i'll read that the, the between later on but let's go to 24 24 verses. Now, on the following day, they entered Caesarea, and Cornelius was waiting for and expecting them, and he had invited together his relatives and his inmate friends. He was waiting, Cornelius was waiting and expecting them. As Peter arrived, Cornelius met him, and falling to his, down to his feet, he made absence and paid worshipful reverence to him but Peter said to him raise rise up get up I myself am a man like you as Peter spoke to him he entered the house and found a large crowd large group of people assembled there he said to them you yourself are aware how it is unlawful how it is not lawful or permissible permissible for a Jew to keep a company with or to visit even to come near or to even speak to anyone who is not of our nationality of another nationality but God has shown me and taught me by word that I should not call any human uncommon unhollowed or, or unclean therefore I have been sent I came without hesitation misgivings or objections so now I am here asking what reason you have sent to me Cornelia said this is the fourth day since I've been fasting this is the fourth, uh, this is the, now the fourth day since about this time I was observing this hour and the other says translation. Four days ago I was fasting until this hour. Church, our lifestyle, this is our lifestyle. Yeah. Living a faster lifestyle. Living a lifestyle whom you can please God. I'm not saying fasting is the only way, but if you stay in fasting and if you stay in prayer, if you stay, do this continually, God will show up. Amen. God will show up. If you see the stories of Brother Hagen, if you st- we read these books, we read these mighty things that has been given to us, right? What, what what he said? I skipped a meal here and I went to a church to pray. I skipped a day. Uh, I didn't sleep. I went into the ward. I skipped all these fellowships and I went to God on the privately. Right? All these things are written here. And this is what the picture of church should be. Cornelius life is a picture of church what we should be living. We should be giving regularly. We should be praying regularly. We should be giving our life devotedly. Mm -hmm. Not just one day or two days. Not just coming Sunday or Wednesday. No, 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 no. Every day. It matters what we do four days, five days outside. It matters that. It doesn't matter. Anybody can lift hands over here. Even a sinner comes, I start a new church. Guess what? There are people who came, like a person who never knows about Jesus. I say, raise hands. He raised both hands like this. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make him a Christian. That doesn't make him a devout man. That doesn't make him a faithful man. That doesn't make him a man who does everything right at home. He doesn't name the, call the name of Jesus at home, but he's just coming. He's just learning. He's just listening. He will one day, but guess what? At this time, not. right. But everybody should be doing this every day at homes. Every day at homes, I hope my word should be encouraging to you, challenging to you, not correcting you. Because I don't hold a place in the spirit for you to correct. It's past the duty. But my job is just to bring a word. Just to bring a push. Because guess what? Where we are going, we need this thing. Where we are about to enter, we need these things. I was just thinking one day, Satan is not sleeping. Satan is not on our vacation. Satan is not in this world, Right? So if those prophecies has been given 50 years ago, 20 years ago by mighty men who know God so intimately, who knew God and walked with God so perfectly, he knows that those things will come to pass. He knows that this revival, this great ray which they have been prophesying, it's coming to pass. It's coming, it's coming. Guess what? He can stop that. It's coming. But he can do one thing, he can delay some things of the, the glory of God he can delay. By guess who how? By just distracting the church of Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. By giving them this picture. If we do this and if we be faithful at our homes, yeah. things will change. Yes. Things will change. Things will change. When I came to Christianity. I was on fire for God. I was on fire for God. I found something that I've never, yeah. never, never known. Yeah. I read the New Testament in a few days. I, I, I got my Bible, New Living Translation, somebody gifted me. <laughs> I mark everything. I used to travel. I used to go to a job at that time in the early morning, construction work, and I used to wake up 4 o'clock, and, Uh, take three buses to go to that job. 6.30 I used to start. So in the bus also had a new living translation there. I was fired for God. I wanted to know Him more. I wanted to have more fellowship with Him. I wanted to know what pastor is saying. Is it true or no? I want to know for myself. He knows good. But I need to know more myself. He says God heals. But I need to see that healing in me. He says, oh, God provides. But guess what? He has not provided for me. Guess I have to find where He says He provides. Then I will see His provision. I did that. I did that for. I did that for season. And... I lived high life that time. Those were the best days of my life in that time. Those were the best time me and my wife enjoyed our own relationship. And then a few, th- few years after things broke out in the church and stuff like that. And I from there, I fell into I fell, I think so, I, it was the lowest point of my life. It was the lowest point in my life. Then it came 2015, I started my life as the lowest and lowest and lowest I ever felt in my life. My marriage was almost in big, deep trouble. My parents back home were in great, great trouble. Great trouble. Somebody falsely accused my father and they put them him to prison. There were like so many things bad happening to me, every side. I have no um, blood relative in Canada to support me or anything. But guess what? God is not surprised. He's not surprised. He still wants to be faithful. He still wants me to do all these things. And I didn't know anything about these things at that time. Then he said, he said to me by a word, by a voice, I heard on 21st of March, 2015, that go to Promise of Life. Yes. What Promise of Life? I knew about this church, but I never entered this church. And then guess I... Put in Google. Thank God for Google. I put that 10 o'clock. The service starts. So I came here 9:45. I sat on the last and the last and the last row. Cried through the sermon. Still now didn't know what pastor said. Nothing. Completely gone out of my mind. Nothing because I was in my situation. Yeah. You don't see God that time. No, you don't know what they're saying. You think it's just a fairy tale. And then guess, I, uh, they called me at the end, Mister said, okay, uh, anybody new in the church, come here, we have a package for you. I didn't go for the package. I went for <laughs> Pastor Craig. I said, I need him. He's preaching. I need him. I went here. I was the last person. He held my hand. He said, what, what can I do you for brother? I cried. He said, what can I do for you, brother? I, I cried again. I said, brother, can you say? I said, sir, my marriage. He said that's okay brother he prayed but he said now you have to learn now you have to be faithful now you have to come here and study then all things will be resolved I never skipped any service after that I never skipped any service after that they said they have a youth meeting after a few days I was there. They said, we have a early morning prayer, 6.30, they pray in tongues. I was not even filled with the Holy Ghost that time. I was there. I looked at them. There were like seven or eight people. Only one, another reverend was there. And all, Miss Willie, Miss Lorraine, everybody praying, and I'm looking at them. I'm saying, God, Jesus, 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 bless me, Jesus. I do not know anything at that time. I didn't know anything. But I was faithful. I was coming. I was hungry. I wanted more. I said, I did what God said. I did what Pastor was saying. It was just a time. And then Pastor said, You filled with the Holy Ghost? I said, No, sir. He said, You want to be? I said, Of course, sir. He filled me here on 11th of April. I was filled here. And then what? He said, You have to pray in tongues. It is not just one time, it is every day, brother. You have to pray continually. It will come bubbling up every day. I started praying. I prayed six hours. I prayed eight hours. I prayed 10 hours. Because I found something new. I found something new. I didn't know. He said, when you pray, because I was new. He said, when you pray, you're talking to God only. Don't worry about anything else. Just pray. I prayed. I prayed. I prayed. Work called me today's off. I said, that's okay. No problem. I don't need work. I prayed. But that faithfulness, I did. That praying, I did. That being in that personal place with God, I did. I started the year with a bad report. I started the year in a big mess, but I ended the year in a high place. (laughs) I ended the year, not only me and my wife being together again, not our marriage being strong again, not us only being like faithfully here. My family started turning around. My family back home started turning around. Those people who falsely accused my father, they came to the police station and said, it's not our, it's our mistake, get him out. In India, third one country, nothing happens like this. Yeah. Not in India's, not in those countries, happens. But guess what? Why? Because I was faithful here. Yeah. My prayers here, my faithfulness here, my giving here opened the door over there. Yes. We hear these things that, oh, there is no distance in the realm. There is no distance in the spirit realm, right? Yeah. I proved it. Amen. God proved it That's through right. my Amen. being faithful to it. Yes. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. It is not just our lives. We sometimes fall in a trance of, we fall in like our life only. Oh, we are just few people. We are just husband and wife. Our life, we need this, we need that. No, our lives are not just for us. It's for God. He wants to use us. He wants our lives. One time Holy Ghost said, you are being selfish one time he said to me. He said, why? He said, because you think only and only about you and your wife guess what you with your life like leaves like though are connected with your life many many souls are connected right. if you be faithful with me I'll show you how to win them I'll show you how to get them to the Holy Ghost right. I'll show you how to get them to the church even right. if you be only faithful yeah. amen yeah. hallelujah amen. this Cornelius is a picture this Cornelius is a picture for how the church should be yes. Yes. Church should be devoted to God I skip parties. I skip if anybody calls me on here Sunday. I've told to my church also. I've told my family. My family, I, I tell every Sunday. My family doesn't call me, talk to me on Sundays. He, They know he's devoted to God. He's, he's gone for God. He's 100% sold out for God. He will not answer. My phone's always silent, upside down on Sundays. I don't call. I don't listen. Only Pastor Craig, if he calls, <laughs> you have to. Otherwise, no. That's right. That's right. Amen? Amen. Because I'm hundred percent devoted to God, yeah. and that's what our church should be. That's what not just the job of one person. That's not just the job of Miss Reverend Taylor or the people who sit or the staff here. It's job of every single. Because why? We are the church. Every joint together make the body. It's not job of just one joint. It's job of whole body. Whole body. If whole body comes goes to the home and studies and shows faithful to him in that private place I'll tell you one thing hunger that hunger will produce miracles here that hunger that that thing in the in that your closet in your room will see the glory here Amen? amen Cornelius is example Cornelius is example of that that He prayed every day. It was a continual effort for him. It was a continual devotion to God for him. It was a continual, constant thing he did in his life. With his family, yes, but alone too. Yes, prayers are important with our families. Yes, prayers and doing things. And this is a church family. We are doing together. We pray like 9.15, we pray here. 7 o'clock, we pray here. That is important, but that is not the time just God wants from us. If we are coming prayed up from home, 9.15 here, guess what, things are different now. Can I say, because I know Pastor so he's so nice, sometimes we we as pastors also, from my pulpit I also say, that just start 10 minutes, just start while you are driving. Those days are gone, I say. Those days are gone when we just prayed while driving. There is a time he, the King of Kings, needs your undivided attention. He needs that. He He wants that. He expects that day when you say, you know what? Yes, I've been driving and praying. But now I'll be sitting and praying. You know, Cornelius, he was not only dutiful on his own job, which he has a high-end job. But he was what? He was being devoted at home. Last Wednesday, I said about Daniel. If somebody or some of us says, we are busy. Daniel was more busy than anybody else. He worked in the courtroom of King. He worked for him. Guess what? They are running the whole country. They are running the whole show. He's working for them. He's working for him. He's close to him. If he can find the time to pray three times a day, how our lives are busy. How our lives. If he can find a time to say, Lord, I will go. And in my room where you seek, I, I seek you, where you find me faithful, I'll go there. And I study there. And he says, you know what? He did that, knowing that if I pray today, I'll be done. But he's still showing faithful. Mm-hmm. Amen? Yes. This is what, I guess, church Lord is requiring of us in these yes. last days. Yes. This is what he's requiring. That's right. As I said, Satan knows that things are coming. Satan knows some things that this revival, it's coming. But... If he can distract us from these things, if he can make us busy and put things in our lives, okay, there's a party, there's a function here, this or this relative comes here, or you can skip one day prayer, that's okay, you are tired, then guess, he can do certain harm to that. Amen? But if we give undivided attention to the Lord, not saying, not thinking about anything in our lives, but just to 100% You know what, staff, they are 100% devoted to Pastor Craig. They are 100%. When pastor says, I want you at 10 o'clock, they have to be at 10 o'clock. When pastor says, I want you to be here in the morning 6 o'clock, they are here 6 o'clock. I want you to be, I'm in a meeting, you can't leave, I'm here till 1 o'clock in the morning. They have to be here. King of kings want that. Jesus, who is above all the offices, requires this. Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith, requires that. My pastor is my helper. My pastor is my supporter. My pastor feeds me. My pastor helps me to go forward. But guess what? I'm not doing for my pastor. I'm doing for Jesus. I'm not doing anything, anything unto man. I'm doing all things to God. Amen? Because if I'm doing to him, I will not be running my race fully. One day I'll fall out. One day I'll skip up. No, but I'm doing to the Lord. I'm faithful to him. I will never fail. Amen. I will never be short of my run up. I will never be short of my race. I will always say, Lord, I'm doing unto you. I'm faithful unto you first. Then I'm faithful to my man of God. I'm faithful to you first in my prayer closet. Then I'll be faithful in the church when he says, let's pray together here. Amen. I'll be faithful in giving all the time, no matter what comes up, no matter what. I love Cornelia. He said he was a devout man. He feared God, and he gave all generously. He gave generously. Whenever pastor comes here, you know, can I say one thing? I don't give because somebody pushes. I give because it's an opportunity. I never do anything because somebody says to give me. I say, every time when he says, I see it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to give. It's an opportunity for me to bless. It's an opportunity for me to sow into. Amen? That's how our pastor sees. That's how the Bible says. And that's why our pastors are blessed. That's why our pastors are being promoted every year. That's why the vision is expanding every year. That's why God is growing this ministry every year. And that's how God will grow us every year. Amen? Church ministry is an example for the believers. Church ministry is just to see and learn from the man who stands there how he is doing things. Amen? I follow Pastor Craig. Even in my hair, I try my best. <laughs> I try my best. I always say two people have glorious hair: one is Pastor Greg and his family, and me. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I try following him. I try doing him, but seeing unto Jesus, yes. looking unto my master. Yes. I do that. Yes. Amen. Yes. It's not his vision. It's the vision of God given to him. That's yes. it. It's not his plan or purpose. He's coming here. Oh, guess what? We have Oasis and we are taking offering. No, it is the plan of God, which includes Oasis. And guess, I'm so grateful and saying that, Lord, I'll be, you have given me another opportunity. Thank you. I'll sow in here too. Right? right? This is an opportunity. Yes. 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 When he met with ministers and he said, this is Pastor Nancy's without even praying or consulting, I said, Lord, I want to give. Right. Because the Bible says, give. Yes. I will give, Lord. I'll give from personal and I'll give from my church. I never do from a per- per- church only. Because I want to set an example for people too, that I'm doing from personal first, yes. then yes. on there. Yes. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah? Yes. This is the picture of church that they are prayed up that they are ready, that they are constantly in the fellowship of God. They are not one day in five days, five, five days in one week. They are every day, yes. right? Yes. Every day. Yes. Not Sundays, just, okay, we are come here, that is it done. It's a one-hour show. It's two-hour thing. There are still 22 hours left in a the day. Yes. There are still more things God can talk to you. Yes. There are still more things he can download to you. Yes. There are still more revelations he will... You will never receive some revelations when you don't spend time with God alone. You will never, never. There are some things God tr- showed me via my pastor, by serving him, by being faithful to him, by honoring him, by doing anything he says to me. But there were some things he showed to me by alone sitting with him at home. Yes. It never comes. That's how pastors are. That's how our pastor is. He never just comes and says, stays here only. He, talk, he, teach, he learns every day. He, he studies every day. One thing about Pastor Kang, he studies. He studies. Sometimes, like, when he teaches some... Uh, Sometimes he teaches so masterfully, like, I go home and I talk to my wife, like, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> why? Like, why? How? How can he do that? When we will learn these things? Like, right, right Reverend Dan? Well, how can he... Like, the last sermon, I love that uh, I am... Yeah. I looked, I, I was not shouting at that time, I was just like, I'm done. I'm done. I went home, I was like, what is it, Lord? What is, how he is doing these things? When we will do these things? But guess what? He has been studying for 35 years. He's been faithful for 35 years. Every day he's studying, every day he's doing that. Amen. He has given up his life for that. He has devoted himself for that plan. He has devoted himself for his vision God has given him. And we are the same way. The church is the same. We are connected to Him. We are one with Him. We are not separate entity. We are one with Him. We are one with Him. We are, him. We are in unity with Him. And we have to do the same way, the way He is doing. Amen? If we do these things, if we keep our prayers at home, not only here, not while driving, but every day, taking up some time just to sit at His feet, just to study His Word, every day. Hallelujah. Every day. Not one day, not two days. Hundred yeah. percent. You know, I like sports, the athletes, they compete once in four years, five years, six years in major events. But they train every day. That's right. Yeah. They train every day yeah. for one prize, yeah. even when they don't get it. If we train every day, we are sure to win that prize. Yeah. If we train every day at homes, we are sure there is no way we can lose. There's no way we can be said, oh you are second, or oh, you couldn't fulfill, we'll fulfill. But it all depends if we are faithful with him at that time. If we are like Cornelius every day at home, we are given. We are God-fearing people, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. You know, God-fearing people—they don't talk behind the back. God-fearing people—they don't talk, especially about the man of God at their backs. Never, never. Six and a half years has been in this church. I'll never preach if somebody comes to me and says he spoke one word against Pastor. Yeah. I will never come in the pulpit. Even if he says he spoke one judgmental wrong way or he spoke bad about him, That's never I'll come again. Right. Wow. From the day I came here, I saw him a man of God. I saw him, he's my pastor. I saw him, he's my shepherd. He saw him, he's the one God will use and God has used greatly to him, yeah. amen? Yeah. And I have never done that. That's good. And God, because why? Why his anointing is working in my life? Can I tell you one thing? One day God said to me, anointing can see and anointing can hear. Oh. Oh, that's good. Anointing can see and anointing can hear. Anointing does not see just when you come in the pulpit and lift up your hand. Anointing sees you five days at your home. Anointing hears you every day when you are in the personal room. There have been many opportunities people have called. There have been many, many times people have called me and said something and I say, We are not friends anymore. Right. And they say, you are, uh, you are some uh, proud or something. I said, no, if you know me, that's the first thing that will be far away from me. But I tell you one thing, I'm trying to be safe. Amen. I'm trying to be safe with my man of God. Why? Sorry, I said, why? that word is why in my language. <laughs> I'm so used to it in English, uh, in Punjabi. Why? Because I need his anointing more than their fellowship. I need his anointing and the grace that is upon him life for my life and for the ministry and for those people who have not even seen his anointing. I need. I don't need their opinions. I don't need their fellowship. I don't need their friends. If they can be faithful with him here, I don't I don't see them as friends anymore. I don't want them anymore. I have been sold out for this ministry. I've been sold out for the purpose of God. I've been sold and devoted for God. And I say all always. I love Jesus more than any man but I love my man after my Jesus yeah I love him I honor him I do anything he says I want to do anything he says amen hallelujah promotions don't come like that promotions by the spirit men can promote but by the spirit they only come when you please God and his spirit and when you please the man of God whom God's spirit has put over there never before that amen Amen. hallelujah Hallelujah. this is Cornelius this is our church this is our church if we do every day regularly these things why because there was a part of church in this as I said Cornelius is like a church and there is a part of pastor which he has to do. And I 100% know that he is doing his part. Yeah. That's why we come, here, we come to the pulpit and he says, Oh, God spoke to me. God. Yeah. Why? Because he is communing with him every day. Yeah. Constantly. Every day without a moment of... I loved when one time Reverend Taylor, when I was new, he said, God desires not a moment of fellowship, a lifestyle of fellowship with Him. Yeah. It's not moments. It's lifestyle. It's, lifestyle. it's forever. Yes. Forever. So... Pastors have a job to do, and I believe 100% he's doing his job. He's doing. But it's not just up to pastor to do his job. It's something called church, which who has to do his job to. Amen? Amen? Because in this story, Cornelius represents as a church. And Peter represents as the office God has put. If you study, I, I, the time is short i will take you just like that if you study the life of peter over this story the peter said the bible says uh, after on the the eighth verse these things when cornelius has sent these men to look for simon peter who was lodging there guess what peter was doing peter was where He he was praying he was praying He was doing what? He was communing with God. He was what? He was waiting on God. He was doing what? He was in fellowship with the Holy Ghost. If he was not in the fellowship with the Holy Ghost, it would have been hard for him to do what God was about to do. But I know, our, we all know that our pastor is like Peter who was in the fellowship, who was in that alone place. He was not sitting saying, okay, the meal is not ready. Give me some appetizers and stuff, man. Like I'm hungry. No, he said, okay, I have time. You know what I'll do? I'll go on the rooftop and I'll separate myself and I'll pray. Our pastor, we have heard story after story from here. He said, I have time, and I went on a drive away by myself. I went away from my kids. I went away from my family. I went away from the leaders. And I said, Lord, what is it? And he was communing with God. And God was able to download. Yes. Amen? Yes. If, if the pastor is doing that, yes. if pastor is doing his job, which our pastor is doing, and if we do what we are required to do, and we 100% do then you know the end of the story the Holy Ghost fell the Holy Ghost came the service was not just a regular service it was an encounter with God it was not just a basic service teaching and preaching it was the glory came down amen the glory is not just for that glory center yeah though that is the big one we will see that but if we can start it even from this year we can start seeing the reign of the Holy Ghost raining over here from this year by doing what by doing what Cornelius did by being faithful in our homes, by being hungry, okay. you know I love the verse thirty-three. He said, "the the passion say, When Peter came and he said, he said, Peter uh, Cornelius said, "I've been hungry. I've been waiting. I've been expecting. I, we have been anxious to hear the word which God has given you. Yeah. We were here waiting. Yeah. If we, it took four days for Peter to go and come come to their home." four days that's why he said four days ago I was fasting four days ago I was praying this happened it took four days for him to come at that home right so what four days he did if he's been doing continually praying and fasting and praying and seeking God and studying and waiting on him continually what do you think four days he did he said okay I received the answer now I go for a vacation three days three-day package and come back he did what he did what? He, was, he must have increased that. He must have been devoted to God more and saying, Lord, the mighty man is coming. Let's clean up the house. Let's do whatever we have been doing before. Let's do, take it out. Whatever will offend him, take it out. Take it out, clean it properly. And not only that, let's invite our friends. He was not selfish man. The church cannot be selfish to just pray and pray about ourselves. We have to look at the bigger picture of the vision. We have to look at the bigger picture of what God has called this place to be. We have looked into the bigger way that God is calling not just us to fulfill our own little life and own our needs. He's calling us to fulfill the plan before the world was organized. Even, yeah. Amen? Yeah. amen. And He knew that. He knew that. That's why He said, "Okay, it's not just me and my wife, my wife and my kids and everything. Let's invite friends. Let's invite close relatives. They have, they have the right. They should be hearing this word. They should be because I know." I've been praying from long i've been continuing doing these things and it's about to show up it's about to happen amen. amen his expectancy was high in him and guess holy ghost showed up power showed up hallelujah glory came down and when glory came down it was not peter who was able to finish his sermon it was before even that no need of laying hands or anything it was just masterful thing amen it is for church at this age it was the early church it is the later church. And we, we, we have to see that double portion of that. Yes. We have to do that double portion of that. How can we do? Just by doing, being faithful to God at our homes. Yes. Amen? Yes. Our faithfulness is He requiring. Our faithfulness is He seeking. Our faithfulness, being faithful to Him at homes. Yes. Is He asking for us? Yes. If He was not faithful to at home, Cornelius, we would have never seen the end of the story like that. If he had just delayed, if he had just said, "Okay, Lord, you know how hard the job I'm doing? You know how busy I am? (laughs) I'm working with these Roman guys. I'm busy. I am busy. Sorry. But no, he said, you know what? You are better. You are the most important thing in my life. That time has to be first to you, then to my job. I'm dutiful to my job, but I will be dutiful to you to Lord. I'll give and devote myself 100 percently. I'll give up my thing to you. Amen? And when he did that, church, he was ready to receive what God has for him. Can I say to you one thing? That pastor has a job to do. Pastor prays, pastor fast, pastor seeks God to receive from God. And church, if he, church, the church job is to pray fast and get ready to receive from pastor. Amen. Because every Sunday when he comes, he is ready to give you the word. How he comes, he is prepared up. I have always listened to Pastor. He said, I was up early in the morning. Mm -hmm. Guess what? That's not only his job. It's my job to be. It's my job too. It's my job. It's my job to get up early with my man of God. If he is laboring in prayer, he is getting ready from God to receive and pour out over here. I'm coming the same way, hungry, ready, getting, excited to say that what God has put in your heart, come on, bring it on, buddy. Bring it on, pastor. I need that because this is the word that will change my life. Bring that uncompromised. It will save my soul. It will bless me. It will change my whole life. Bring this thing on, amen? But if church is not doing and sleeping and coming very late, guess what? Guess what? We can. We can. We can. We can. Can I say, those days of church playing are over. Playing church is done. If pastor has said 13 to 14 years, 15 years, let's say 20 years before Jesus comes, it's a time of preparation. It's a time of getting ready. If he has already told you that, 2027 20, is the Jerusalem year. It's the time when God will pour out things. It's the time when we'll see these things. It's just six years left. It's just six and a half and only six, less than six years left. It's been six years and five months I've been here. It doesn't look like that happened. <laughs> time flies. Time flies. And when time flies, the opportunity flies. And if we cannot seize those opportunities which we have now, we'll regret at that time and say, hmm, what happened? Can I get that thing back? No. One and only one thing that will never come back is that time. One and one only thing that will never we can hold or we can say is the time. Guess what? I'm praying to God every day. God, increase. I don't need seven days a week. I need eight days a week. Increase that time. Amen? Church. We have a job to do. Last Wednesday I said, we have to raise up that scale of faithfulness. We have to raise up that banner we are holding. We are the generation we will usher into the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible says in Revelation, he is the one who is coming. And if he tarries, he is bringing the rewards. He will not tarry. He will not tarry. The time has been set. He is coming with his rewards of our actions and our works. So our works and our actions should be devoted to only and only him. Hallelujah. Our life at homes should be that. Cornelius is a picture who is giving, praying, seeking, and not selfish at all. We should be like that. We should be. Our prayer shouldn't be just starting from, Lord, bless me and my wife. Only for us. That's it. Only our family. Increase me, Lord. You know, last Sunday I tithe. You are late. I was on time. You have not showed up yet. No, we cannot do that. We have to pray, we have to release our faith on the things, but uh, we have to see our lives at a bigger scale. We have to ski our lives at a bigger picture. We have to see us as being used of God in a bigger and mightier way. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not just pastor whom God will use, it's the church he will use. Brother Higgins said he's building strong local churches. Strong local churches are those who are praying at home. Strong local churches are those who are seeking God at homes. Strong local churches are those who are faster tuned with God to listen from God at homes and Amen. pour out over here whatever they have received from Him. Amen. Amen. Pastor, Jim, Pastor Nancy said, pray for hunger and yes. responding. responding. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. How can you be hungry? In the natural, it's work opposite. You don't eat for four days, you be hungry. Right? Peter was hungry. He said, I'm the rooftop. I'm hungry. Can you prepare? They're they are cooking, but he's hungry. But spiritually, if you seek God more and more, if you study the word more and more, if you go into his fellowship more and more, the more hungry you are getting, the more hunger is rising in you, the more God you want. You then... Maybe you are, you are doing one hour a day, two hours a day now. If you keep continuing that and increase half an hour next year, half an hour next month, guess what? You will be not satisfied. One day it will come. You will say, Lord, this Saturday I'm alone. I'm seeking your whole day. Whole day I'm fasting and seeking. But still I feel I want more. Yes. That's how the hunger of the spirit grows in us. Yes. But it starts from some place. Yes. It starts. Our pastors have been saying, just pray for 15, 10 minutes, 30 minutes. We should be. But now, us, our responsibility, if our pastor is praying two, three hours, four hours a day, we may not have that leisure of time, but we have at least an hour and a half, two hours, or three hours to give to him. That's Amen? Good. Amen? We cannot just pray while driving. I, 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 that's what the pa- pastor said. Do what, pre- Preach what comes into your heart. Yeah. And I've been studying. I've been praying. And I, if you know me, I give time to God. I give time to God. I don't stand in the pulpit and say something wrong and just do, and which I'm not doing. It's the Holy Ghost who is telling me the days ahead are very near. The time will fly. But it's the time right now, the moments are right now to seize it. Yes. Do that. Come near me more. Last few months ago he said there will be there will be some Fellowships you will miss just for the sake of fellowshipping with me. Because that is the time that is divinely appointed. And I'll pour in you something that has never been before you. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. All of us are in that position. All of us are in that position. Hallelujah. If we pray and do every day, four days, five days, six days a week, the way Cornelius was doing, every Sunday we can see that power of God flowing. We can see the mighty Holy Ghost manifesting in us more mightily. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I still remember, uh, it was Reverend Taylor's wedding three, four years ago, and uh, I was, I was a whiter, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I was an whiter, so I went to buy a tie and look for a few things, shirt and stuff, and my wife, the girls are more into it, and they were like going here and they buying a dress and stuff. Though I didn't know ever until at that time as much as I know now. So, we were doing that thing and at his wedding day, I was standing in front of a mirror and I was just, my glorious year, I was doing everything <laughs> and I heard the word, the Holy Ghost said, you took so many days just to prepare for one wedding day. Just to prepare for one wedding day, you took so many days. You have been, your wife has been rushing around here and there. You are planning everything around. Your works have been, you have changed the schedules. You have done anything and everything you can to do just for one wedding day. Guess what? My day, Sunday, is the most important day. Why can't you do that for that? Why can't you arrange your life around that? Why can't you prepare yourself five days for that too? What is more important to you? A natural wedding or a wedding where, God, where him, the lamb, shows up? I said. Good. I said, yeah, that is important. You know, um, you know, the word uh, when he said, Jesus, I will build my church upon my rock. The word that time, the word church means, it's not just the church we see, church at the four walls. It's the meeting place. It's the popular time when we are getting together. In god's style in god's eyes this is the most important sunday most important time when we get together but how we respond five days towards that shows you cornelius picture is just the perfect that he's hungry he's waiting for four days he has been seeking for this moment when the man of god will come and speak when the man of god will come and show him when the man of god will come and pass will share what god has put in his heart amen that's how we should be that's how our lifestyle should be Mm -hmm. Christianity now I can tell people when they ask me from different religion when I came what is Christianity it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle it's not just you coming from here to here it's a lifestyle if it's a lifestyle you have to do it every day you have to do it every day of your life you have to do every day of your life not just five days a life not just maybe five years it's every day you have to do this every day hallelujah that's what devout means that's what a devoted means that's what who has been saying i've been sold out for god it's not just pastors who are sold out for god and his plan it's you also and we also as a congregation as a one team as a unit we have to be sold out amen It's not just one-man show. If it was, it would have been like, Peter, just keep on doing, guy. You will go, and I will show up. No. God was waiting on Cornelius too. If he will do his part, and Peter will do his part, I have to show up. Amen? We have a part to play. This revival, it not just hinges on the ministers. It hinges more on the people who sit on their side. Amen? It just not depends upon me and, like, Pastor Craig or just the ministers who come, Pastor Nancy, or all those ministers. It depends mostly upon us, how we respond, yes. how we live every day, how we give God our time every day. Yes. Amen. The Bible says he was devout in what? In finances. He was giving his finances, the God first place. He was giving time, God first place. He was giving in relationship, God first place. He was giving God in every single thing he has and he owned first place first place first place faithful 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 and God said now this man has been faithful enough and I have to give him blessing I have this blessing will not just come upon me it will abound around him hallelujah coming one time and going is different story abounding is around is totally different amen Amen. hallelujah Hallelujah. this is the picture of church how it should be looking God desires Cornelius now as a church to be postured before him ready before him prayed up before him and get, seeking him for what for him uh, him alone amen, amen? amen. hallelujah hallelujah if we do our part and god does god the i i last wednesday said god is faithful right he's a faithful to his promises he's faithful to his word and he's never late he's never late i loved one time uh, one time i studied a story of um, one brother uh, Wigglesworth he went to a place and there was a uh, lady who has gone through some stuff and she said uh, I think so Pastor Craig also said something and he said she said oh you are late he said, she, said, he, he, she said you are late and he said I'm never late God has never sent me anywhere I'm late why? Because he knew God so much and God was never late. God will never show up late. And God will always show up on time for them who have been faithful. That's right. Always show up on time for them who have been seeking That's at home. Good. Always he will come through. Always come through. Doesn't matter test and temptation Doesn't matter trials. Doesn't matter things going in your life. He will show up. He will manifest. He will show his strong hand. He will come through and show you this. You have been faithful to me. I'll show to you how to be faithful to you now. Watch. Amen? 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 Amen. Amen. Yeah. But our faithfulness comes first. Yeah. Our faithfulness comes to first. Our staying at home with Him is first. That's what He's waiting. Yeah. Hallelujah. He's around us, He's with us, but He's waiting when we go in that place every day. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. He rewarded Cornelius, who was doing, the Bible says, I was praying at this hour in my lodging place, in my place where I sleep, in my place where I live. I was praying there, and you and God spoke to me. Amen? He was praying in that place. And when you do, and when you're faithful in those areas, in those lifestyles, God has openly blessed Cornelius. Not only him, the Bible says Jews who came with Peter saw how the Holy Ghost was poured upon him. Amen? Amen? The faithful man shall abound in blessing. How he can say say that when people see, oh, he's blessed. And we see Cornelius, he was blessed. When we see Cornelius, he was raised above the standard, above all. Amen? How? Because he was faithful in there. Amen? Amen? Amen. If we stay and if we do our part, no matter what, no matter what situations we are, no matter what troubles we have been facing, God will come through. Amen? I'm a testimony of that. I'm a testimony of that. I would have never come here preach. If you told me six years ago that one day you will preach, I'll run out of this church and say, I'm done with Jesus. <laughs> because I didn't know how to speak that time. I didn't know. I came to the church first time. And I saw uh, first the first youth meeting. And I remember a couple of youth people standing here lifting their hands. And I was shy and lifting my hands. And I saw them. They lifting. They were worship. And then I met with them. And they started speaking. And they they spoke the word. like. And I said, wow, man, they know a lot. I don't know even a single scripture. I don't know even, I I just know Jesus is Lord. That's it. I just know that Jesus is Lord and I'm saved. That's all I know. I'll go to heaven. But they were speaking, they were speaking the word. We were talking in the fellowship room and they were just talking, what God is talking to you? What God is talking to you, man? I don't know anything guess what why because I was not faithful to that place at all at that time but when I heard and when I came and I said you know what now is my time to put on my faithfulness now is my time to put on this clock now is my time to go in that room and I went that room and I tell you I'm not lying I been in that room from there since amen hallelujah hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Amen. amen so what we job is being like Cornelius being Cornelius, church has to be like Cornelius to see the glory of God. Yes. And Peter, who represents the offices, has to be praying and seeking and receiving from God and us from Him. Yes. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. This is a perfect picture. The perfect picture of office and a church. Yes. It's a perfect picture of pastor and the congregation. Yes. Peter and Cornelius and his family. Yes. They represented a church yes. and he represented an office. Yes. He came ready, they came ready. God came, God came, God met, God met and God poured out, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen.